Welcome to Sports Central. I'm Rick Drew. I'm Phil Fechner. Phil, what about the AFL draft? Rick, firstly, just looking out your window here today, what a beautiful fence we've got today. Well, it is. There. Sorry, I forgot we're sponsored by the Phil Fechner Fencing <laughs> Group, uh, who've done a wonderful job. Uh, Looks beautiful. It, it the look panelled fence. It does. Okay, yes, the AFL draft. We've had, firstly, Eddie gets another year, Rick. Well, I tell you what, you know... Very lucky, I would have thought. Very lucky. When you think that he averages four or five kicks a game, which yep. is, you know, maybe that's what a half-forward flanker, forward pocket gets, but it's good money, isn't it? Oh, it is. I mean, he's probably on half a mil plus. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's that's pretty nice going. Um, I believe Jackson Haley has missed the boat on this draft. They couldn't do a deal. But... He'll get done in the pre-season draft to Adelaide, but they'll lose their first pick for him. I reckon that's pretty... I reckon that's an ordinary... I think the uh, Crows have slipped up again, Rick, with their well, draft. Well, it's not Crows bashing, but over the years, their recruiting... Shocking. ...has been very, very poor. Yep. And it would almost seem as if nothing's changed because, I mean... I'm not saying he can't play football, but he's not a one. I'd he's say he's run-of-the-mill, though, isn't he? Well, he's, he's just, he's not just a number, average. He's not a number one draft pick. No, no way. And that's what they're giving up, their first pick for him. And I think that's a, probably a mad move. He's not the biggest kid going around well, by I was going to say, it's, it's not as if he's going to be the dynamic centre-half back or no, full-back. No, he'll be just an on-ball, yeah. midfield, yeah. wing it's a str strange decision. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole lot, Rick, no. but I'm just going to go through a few that sort of um, are the Crows or Rory Atkins goes to the Gold Coast. Adelaide then received pick 40, which probably is okay. That's the probably yep. This is the one I don't think that I don't think they've probably got enough for. Is Crouch has gone to St Kilda, pick 23. So that I mean. I think he's probably a bit better than that, Rick. Well, he's he's probably better than that if A and B apply. One is he stays fit, mm. and secondly, he behaves himself. If if well, he, you can't have cocaine, <laughs> <laughs> well, not and get caught anyway, <laughs> and be a star. That's like right. He has. So so you, I'd say if he behaves himself, yep. then um, yeah. I agree. Yeah, but anyway. He does waste the ball. Both of, both of those crouches yes. waste the ball terribly, but they got to get the ball to waste it, and they do get the ball. They do. Uh, Kyle Hardigan from Adelaide to Hawthorne, a fourth-round pick. Yeah. Probably about right, I would have thought. And a pretty – Hawthorne don't mess around. It's That's not a bad recruit for Hawthorne, I reckon. No, I think that – yeah, yeah. I think he'll be – yeah, he'll be right. They've lost, um, obviously, Isaac Smith yeah. to yeah. – uh, he's gone – Aaliyah Aaliyah, this is the one I'm excited about, Rick. Aaliyah Aaliyah, you're looking at just under 200 centimetres, gone from Sydney to Port for a second-round pick, which is a pretty good deal. I I mean, again, again, it almost seems as though I'm bagging the Crows to support Port Adelaide. But over this same period of time, Port's recruiting has been exceptional as against the Adelaide Crows, which has been basically a disaster. We have now, four of the best and, juniors. That's right. Now, this guy is the perfect, the perfect choice for a replacement Westhoff. Mr. Mr. Yep. Utility, yep. Yep. Uh, defence, yep. tall, yep. fit, I mean, amazing. Ruck, full-back, you know, centre-half-back. 
He and can play anywhere. That, Port have done a good deal. They've done very well. It was looking like we were going to. They wanted Sydney originally wanted um, uh, the big ruckman, our ruckman, um, Lysette or Laddams. Well, that was never going to be. Never we needed be. those two. Absolutely. This is just a little bit of the icing on the cake. Yes, I think getting yeah, a Leo Leo. Yeah. Now, having just praised Port Adelaide. Uh, with due respect, and I'm not saying he's the worst player around, but I do not understand why they wanted Fantasia. Got him. I know. It was 20 minutes to go. They got him. Uh, we've um, picked 73 from Essendon. He was to Port. Uh, 29 and a third round pick. So Perhaps you can explain to me why we really wanted him. No, I can't. <laughs> I've, I've got to be on the boat with you. The, the lad can play. Oh, yes. He has not been fit for two seasons. Correct. Two seasons. Are we going to see another uh, guy that's in and out with injuries? Um, unfortunately, we've got um, Burton, who has struggled since he's come from yeah. Hawthorne. His best is certainly good enough. Fantasia, exactly the same. Will of the Wisp, half forward, three, four goals. See you later. But... Is he going to stay fit? Well, and we will never. We won't know until he gets here. Will well, we? that, that's true, and that's the gamble you take. But over the years, people who get moved from one club to another with track records of injury mm. don't ever seem to get better injury-wise in the move. Monfries was the same. Yes. He came from Essendon to Port. Yep. Was good at Essendon. Came to Port. We saw two or three games out of him injured. Two or three games yeah, injured. Yeah, and, and the same. I mean, you've named him Burton, very good yeah. player, but you can't keep him in his body together. Now, you know, Fantasia, I don't know what, I haven't got the figures in front of me, but he's missed more football than he's played. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. and if ever we've got enough forward flankers and half forwards and pockets, I would have thought we've got plenty of Georgie them. Georgiadis didn't play in our final. That's He's right. got to come in. You won't leave him out for a Fantasia. Well, I wouldn't. 18 years old and the future's anything. So, I mean, maybe one day they'll explain it to us. But I don't uh, know having, what, having, having recruited so well with... Yep. Um, well, look, I'm not saying Fantasia's not going to be... A, a superstar here, but he's got to get himself fit. There's no doubt about it. Well, he's not only got to get himself fit, but I, I'm i actually struggling to say where he's going to get in the side. I know. That too. I agree. Anyway, so um, there you go. Quickly, a couple more. Jaden Stevenson, the forward from Collingwood, number one. He's gone to North Melbourne. I think I think Loose Cannon comes to mind when I think of Jaden. He's a good footballer. He, very good. His best is good enough. His worst is That's right. he'll be delisted next year. Um, Jeremy Cameron has finally got yes. the deal done. He's off to Geelong. Um, Geelong have uh, given up picks 13, 15 and 20 for him. So it's, um, it's a little bit given. Not sure whether he... Is he the answer alongside Tom Hawkins? Or well, not, I don't know. I mean, it would seem to me that what they're attempting to do, rightly or wrongly, is base the concept that if Richmond can play two gun forwards... Uh, for us to win a flag, we've got to do the same. Mm. But, um, you know, there's a big difference between the way Jack Rewalt contributes and plays the game as to the way Hawkins plays the game. Yeah. You know, Hawkins is a stay in the forward line. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not it... sure. Old, I'm just trying to look up here how old Cameron is. I mean, they probably could be looking at the changeover. Hawkins is in his 30s now. Uh, well, that's Whether true. he's got one or yeah. two years yeah. left. Cameron's there to stay for a couple more yeah. years. Um, 
But anyway, time will tell. I mean, we it don't will. know. 27 years old he is, Cameron. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, you know, I five mean, years one, left. one season to one season. But yep. I think if you look at the Geelong list, they always have a good side. But mm. I hate the sort of premiership window uh, yeah. phrase. But I think they've nearly missed the boat. Well, I think, you're, I think you're pretty right because Harry Taylor has retired yep. since we had our last yep. show. Um, last one I'm going to mention is Adam Trelaw. Uh, I class him as probably Collingwood's best half a dozen yes. easily. Well, he's gone to the Bulldogs for a pick 14 and a future second round pick. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what... The, I think there's more to it than we know. Oh, well, we again, know, I, I've got a feeling there might be a bit of back history. I'll give Eddie something. a ring tonight <laughs> yeah. and just find out what, what it well, is. Well, I'm amazed that Eddie everywhere hasn't told us all. Well, you think he keeps everything to himself, but it's something about Collingwood. <laughs> yeah, but that, look, there are only a few that I'm going through. There's a, a whole page of the damn things there. Yes. But anyway. Um, well, Phil, I think you've covered that I'm pretty very happy well. with the port side of things. I, I am too. And I think the Crows have missed the boat again, unfortunately. But um, Well, they haven't They haven't done anything exciting so far, have they? Now, I know there's been a couple games of cricket on, Rick. The Redbacks. How did they go in their last dig? <laughs> How did they go? Well... The reality is that we got beaten by Queensland. Beaten. Yeah, we did. We nearly battled through the day. Um, and good old Fergie uh, oh, announced... retired. <laughs> retired. <laughs> announced his retirement and playing his final game. Yep. Uh, ran out of partners in the first dig, even though he was batting at number five because we were dismissed. What did he make in the first 11 dig? 11 not out. Ran out of partners. <laughs> That's because... Uh, uh, we hardly troubled the scorers in the first innings. I think we made 154 or something. Haven't made 200, have we, in the first innings this year? Uh, 195. Well, we have something. I think we did once. But oh, anyway... I don't know. Uh, anyway, he, it was bad luck that he missed out uh, on his century in the second. Um, Nielsen was the surprise packet, getting a century in the second. Yes. Um, he's actually batted very well. He he Made can a hold duck his in hand. the first. I mean, he did, but I'll mention some stats in a minute. And um, but it was always going to be that once they got Ferguson and Nilsson out, it was how long would South Australia yeah. hold? They nearly held on, yeah. but they didn't. Yep. Now, but the good news is, what well, <laughs> out good, of that? Now, the, well, the good news is that after the four games of which we've lost two and drawn two, we are at the bottom of the premiership oh, table. Well, you wouldn't well. you wouldn't be surprised by that, would you? No. But we're only. 2.4 points behind Vicks, who are second bottom. But the bad news is they've got two games in hand. <laughs> the other thing that... I mean, the, the Redbacks have actually created a fair bit of history because oh, really? they, two, in the previous match, I think you'll find that they are the first Sheffield Shield side yes. since they brought in the bonus point system of wickets, you know, and bad, that to score no bonus points in an entire game. So there, there's a little oh, bit a of little credit to them. Well, there's a little bit of a record. Um, and the other thing that I reckon must be a record is that after having played four games, <laughs> the opposition yeah. have only had to bat six times in that time because well, a them couple a bit, of times <laughs> made a lot of runs. Yeah, well, what's his but name? Would you believe in those six innings, the opposition does, has declared on all occasions? Give South me a guess how many runs they would have had to have made in those innings. 
The opposition have made in those innings 2,354 for the entire loss of 26 wickets, which means that every time the opposition's making 90.53 runs per wicket. And if you look at South Australia, yep. in the same four games, yep. they've batted the eight times, lost 73 wickets, <laughs> 2,076 runs, and their wicket average is 28.43. 28, 28 versus... down a bit, isn't it? 28 versus <laughs> 90. <laughs> a joke. Now, they are a joke. The other thing, and we won't go through the whole thing, but, you know, I, I think it's easier if we just say the statistics tell the story. Absolutely. My argument about cricket is that you, you set up a game to win it by doing well in your first innings. I'm not taking away runs scored in second innings, but as South Australia's done on two occasions now and nearly batted through second innings, that's to save games, that you can never win a game from the position of failing in the first innings. No, now, exactly. if you look at the South Australian team, the only guy who really can hold his head up high... If you look, Don't say Fergie because he's just no, retired. No, no, it wasn't. But it, if you consider, yep. right, first innings only, that is yep. that the most any member of the Redbacks could have played is four innings because there's yep. only four, right? Hunt is the only bloke who can hold his head up high. He scored 323 runs at an average of 40.3, okay? Yep, that's okay. It is. McInerney's is 12. Davis's is 17. Now, the interesting thing is that, um, sorry, th th those figures, I've I messed that up slightly. Those were um, their complete innings. Oh, if okay. You, right. Yep. If you look at only the first innings, Hunt still is the one. Oh, okay. Um, he's uh, got an average of 39. McInerney's is 19. Davis's is 20. Now, this is the interesting thing. Trevi Head's average in 65. counting both first and second is 65. Yep. Yep. However... A couple hundreds if, in the second innings. Uh, if you look at his first innings performance, he scored 79 in four digs at an average of 19.75. And that's not good enough. That's well, it's where not. we've got to set the games up, yep. isn't it? Yep. Um, anyway, so... All right. That's, little... that's, and, of course... It goes without saying with those statistics that our bowling has struggled completely. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We can't bowl anyone out. Um, <clears throat> while we're on cricket, Rick, the, the Aussie squad the Aussie is squad. out. Uh, Travi, in? In? Completely. In. in. No worries. Vice-captain? No. Now, I think, Phil, this might be the writing maybe slowly on the wall without putting the, the, the uh, mockers on him. Yep. Is that... Of course, we've got the two the two non-surprise new boys, Will Pekoski and Cam Green, are guaranteed champions of the future. Yep. How quickly they put them in oh, will, okay. will depend a little bit on the loyalty. You know, somebody said a long time ago, it's harder to get into a cricket team than it is to get out. Yep. You could argue easily... No, harder to get out than in. Harder to get out than yeah. in, yeah. It, you could you could argue that Burns is yep. in strife, which means Will Pekoski yep. probably will Has to get a, get a goon. But whether they stay loyal to Travis, whose test stats are not too bad, actually, mm -hmm. 
Yep. I mean, they desperately want to get Cameron Green into the side, but that means they've got to get rid of somebody. It could be Wade ahead. But anyway... Matty what Wade? I, <laughs> How old is he? But what I... I'm not no. even going to... What I think is interesting is the observation that... They've all. It's Travis has almost gone. He's in the squad, but it's almost a sideways move because yep. they've dropped him from vice captaincy. Yep. Now, my reading of that is that it will be easier at some stage when they do put in Green or whoever, yep. and he might miss out. Sean it's, Abbott's in that too, yes, he isn't is, he? he? Sorry, is, yeah. Rick, to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, it might be easier if Travis is not vice captain. Yeah, and exactly. So, um, to drop the vice captain is probably a little right. bit more. And of a... so they've they've removed him from that. So I mean, I would, you know, stating what I believe will happen. I think Travis will play in the first okay. game, the night game. Uh, not only because green he, in, you reckon? I doubt it. Well, he wow, might be. I'd love to see well, those two he go might in. Be, he might get a Guernsey ahead of Wade. Yeah, I, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. So, wow. um, that, and Abbott's coming off a hundred too. I see he made a hundred. Yes, he has. Well, he's certainly a better bowler than a batsman, but he is that all round yeah, type. Player, that's right? right. But I'm, I doubt whether you're going to play a Cameron no, Green he, and no, Abbott together. No, no, they won't play together. I, I mean, my my argument is that Travis hasn't probably done enough not to be picked. And at Adelaide, mm. Adelaide boy, yeah. I reckon he'll get a Guernsey. Okay. Whether the two youngsters get them, they could. But whether we agree with that or not, but anyway, oh, yeah. So I, I'd love to see the two in um, Green and uh, well, well, it'd be Petrosky. fantastic. It would, would, I really would love to see them in. Um, while we're on the cricket, Rick, I think you'll find that before the end of the season, the two youngsters will be in the Test yep. team together. Whether it's from the start, uh, I'm not sure. We've got a bit of a, a joke about the Redbacks bowling, haven't we? <laughs> couple of full tosses or something? Well, it's interesting if we talk about those sorts of things. I was doing a bit of reading, and the famous, and that's the only word you can describe Stan McCabe as, uh, the, uh, one of the great legends of, of 1930s cricket. And the story goes that uh, <laughs> he was looking at a game uh, or discussing mm. that... Yep. You know, that he didn't think that baseball was all that difficult to play. After all, he said to a teammate during a charity game in South Africa in 1935-36, when describing what the opposition pitcher was throwing at him, they're all full tosses. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was talking about the Redbacks bowling, but anyway. <laughs> but in fact, that is true. I mean, it's a yep. lot, it's got to be a lot easier to hit a baseball. Oh, you don't have to be that talented to play baseball, would you? <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Okay. Anyway, we've just about run, we out, of time. run out of time. And uh, on behalf of our sponsors, the Phil Fechner Fencing, Fencing Company, Company. Uh, I'd like to uh, thank them for supporting us. Just and until beautiful out there. It's still up. <laughs> it is. Oh, that's a miracle, folks. I'll let you know next show. <laughs> All right. Until next time, this is Rick. This is Phil.